0: And then for our other experiences we're offering spring break camps for youth and we're basically doing clean room camps we did those last summer and over the holiday break and they were super popular and in fact most of them are sold out we're trying to see if we can add some more spaces onto those but it's a real minimalist way for your kids to have a fun engaging learning experience um, doing something that's authentically nasa we do clean rooms in order to assemble satellites, and work on other hardware that goes into space.
1: Welcome to another episode of Clear Light Connections, where we talk to the people behind the brands of Bay Area Houston. Today, I have William Harris, CEO of Space Center Houston. Welcome.
0: Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. So
1: for those that don't know, and I don't know why they wouldn't know, but Tell us about Space Center Houston. Uh, There are probably some aspects of your story that they don't know about, uh, such as you're primarily an educational institution, if I'm not mistaken. That's a big focus.
0: Absolutely. Space Center Houston is a science center dedicated to space exploration. Um, We're really a dynamic science and space exploration learning destination. Uh, We're also the official visitor center of NASA Johnson Space Center. So we have um, over 250,000 square feet of indoor and outdoor facility with artifacts and that represent the past of space exploration. But we also emphasize what's going on now and where we're going in the future in space.
1: So these are exciting times.
0: Absolutely. You know we have um, you know the growing commercial partnerships and we represent those. We're the only place in the United States, other than SpaceX headquarters, where you can see a flown F9 SpaceX rocket. Um, we um, are interpreting the Artemis program, you know, the return to the moon. And in fact, later this year in December is going to be the Artemis One launch when uh, we actually send an unmanned capsule around the moon as we prepare to have boots back on the moon by around 2024,
1: 2025. So you told me something interesting earlier that you have a public
0: health background. I personally do. Yes.
1: And as CEO of uh, an attraction like that, that must have been invaluable for 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 Space Center Houston to have somebody with your background in that position to keep you know because you, you you made a real emphasis of keeping guests safe. Can you can you tell us what you did and uh, what guests can expect and when that when they when they come to Space Center Houston?
0: Absolutely. Well, science is the foundation of all learning, and I love science. It's such a great way to explore and understand the world and all subject matters, and so it actually was an advantage to me when we um, the pandemic happened. And I understood that this we were in this for the long haul. This is not anything that's going to go away anytime soon. And the fact SARS viruses have been around for a long time. There are many of them around. The common cold is a SARS virus. So this COVID-19 sadly is not going to be the last one. There's going to be a COVID-20 and a 21 and others going to the future. So we have to learn how to live our lives and go on in the context of these diseases. and And so that's what we've done at Space Center Houston. We have really focused on how do we create an experience to really minimize risk just like space exploration because going into space is really dangerous we're a little kind of gelatinous human balls with a spine and we're not evolved to be in the space environment yet we're driven to explore and we're figuring out ways to do that to ensure that the astronauts are safe while they explore
1: and speaking of exploring uh spring break is coming up and What can guests expect during spring break? And and tell me a little bit about your education programs.
0: Well, we've got a great lineup for spring break. I'm really excited to announce that um, through the generosity of the city of Webster, we've planned a great spring break week from the 12th to the 21st. And then also um, we've got new experiences and new exhibits um, in the Saturn V building um, in Rocket Park uh, through the support of the Granger Foundation We have a hero-sized sculpture of the three Apollo 13 astronauts, Jim Lovell, Jack Swigert, and Fred Hayes. And it depicts them when they're stepping off the helicopter onto the USSC Wojima when they were rescued from Apollo 13. And it's part of a larger display we have about Apollo missions. And so in that same exhibit over in Rocket Park, we actually have artifacts from that mission. So you can actually see the type of tank that exploded that caused the failure, you can see the scrubber box that was used to clean carbon dioxide out of the air because they were poisoning themselves because they were um, in, the, in the vehicle that was designed for two astronauts and there were three of them. So they were producing too much carbon dioxide. We also have a new exhibit, another one on Apollo called um, all about uh, Return, the, the Apollo programs over in our main facility, um, which we're really, really excited about as well. And includes incredible artifacts from across the various NASA centers And lots of things that have never been exhibited before. Um, And we also have a new film that we've premiered in our theater. So a ton of activity as always. And the great thing is that we have modified our visitor app, which is your visitor guide when you're there. So you have this great new feature. When you're on site, you can book your tramp tour. So you no longer have to wait in line. You basically book the tour you want with the number of people in your party. Indicate you know at the time that you want to go. Then you go enjoy yourself, and you basically have an electronic boarding pass, and it pings you 50 minutes before to come get on the tram and go over to NASA.
1: That, that's a nice upgrade because I remember standing in line for hours with guests from out of town, and so that that's a that's a nice way that you've you've taken something and pivoted and made it, made it a, a, probably a better experience.
0: Absolutely, it was a, definitely a pain point. So we're really happy that we were able to uh, innovate and, and make a change. And then for our other experiences, we're offering spring break camps for youth. And we're basically doing clean room camps. We did those last summer and over the holiday break, and they were super popular. And in fact, most of them are sold out. We're trying to see if we can add some more spaces onto those. But it's a real minimalist way for your kids to have a fun, engaging learning experience um, doing something that's authentically NASA. We do clean rooms in order to Assemble satellites, and work on other hardware that goes into space.
1: Yeah, my children uh, attended uh, Space Center Houston camps when they were young and and always raved about them, always looked forward to them. Um, Are you already planning the summer summer camps?
0: We are. In fact, very soon we'll be announcing that schedule. So we'll be offering those camps again this summer.
1: And probably sign up early because you told me even last summer, during the height of this, they sold out.
0: We did, exactly. So... If you're thinking about it, highly encourage you as soon as they're available to um, sign up. And again, through our website, spacecenter.org, you can find all that information. Also, we have a great section on our main page called Know Before You Go, so you can really plan your visit. We're offering time tickets so you can be sure that you can get in at the time you wanna be there. Being a science institution, we're being compliant with all of the CDC guidelines. So we require masks for all visitors ages two and older, social distancing. We've calculated the maximum number of people who can be in our facility to ensure social distancing. And so we are going to continue um, with that practice into the foreseeable future until science dictates that we no longer need to wear masks or maintain social distance.
1: So during a normal year, how many visitors would you guys have have expected to have?
0: Well, pre-pandemic, we were at 1.25 million visitors a year. And so Uh, Definitely, there's been an impact with the pandemic. We had to close for five months last year. And so we are beginning to pick up momentum again because people have recognized that we're a safe environment. We are really focused on minimizing risks so that you and your family can go and have a great time and really minimally or not really expose yourself to the risks of COVID-19.
1: Yeah, and it's a great opportunity for more local people to see it because in a normal year, the parking lot has literally Uh, license plates from every single state, and I know there's a lot of international travel, so this is a good opportunity for a staycation, you know, come to Space Center Houston, learn more, because this, like you said, if you'd expand on it a little bit more, this is an exciting year for space exploration.
0: Absolutely. As many people know, recently, the Perseverance rover landed on Mars. It was perfection when it landed. Sadly, we were gonna do a program that day, but we had to be closed because of the winter storm URI as a consequence of that, but you could watch it online. It's absolutely, fun. so we're doing a lot of programming. We have a major exhibit that we opened about two and a half years ago that's permanent called uh, Mission Mars. And it's all about sending humans to the moon and Mars. And, and so um, you, can, you learn about those missions. Um, and then of course, as part of Perseverance, there is a proof of concept experiment called Ingenuity. It's a helicopter that's gonna launch to see, can we fly something on Mars? And of course, now you can see those amazing images that Perseverance is sending back, and you can hear the wind blowing on Mars from the audio recording. It's incredibly exciting. So a lot's going on. Um, we're also about to launch Crew-2. So this is the second Crew launch for SpaceX. It's scheduled right now for April 20th, so it's just coming up You know, in about a month from now. We'll live broadcast that as well. And then Crew-1 will be coming back sometime in late April, early May. And then we're anticipating that later this year, uh, the Boeing Starliner vehicle, that's the other transport vehicle the station is going to launch without crew and then with crew, hopefully in the autumn of this year. Um, The other thing that is so exciting is that NASA has already picked 18 astronauts to be trained specifically to be candidates to go to the moon. And the commitment is that there'll be at least one female astronaut as part of that crew. And so that all of that training is happening right now as well.
1: And is that happening here in mm-hmm. Houston at, spe- at Johnson yes, Space Center? Yes, this
0: is the home of astronauts. Yep. So home of man's we are, space. We're the, the nexus for all of that training. And, of course, we fly space station from here yeah. as well.
1: So how, the, the history of this area is so intertwined with space and space exploration. Um, it's, it's almost it's, Well, it's safe to say that, really, space exploration built the Clear Lake area. Uh, And there's a fascinating history there. Uh, Is any of that history available at Space Center Houston?
0: Absolutely. We really focus on uh, past, present, and future. And so in our Starship Gallery, you can watch a fantastic film that kind of summarizes the background of space exploration. It's really exciting. We actually have a flown Mercury Redstone capsule, uh, which was for a single astronaut that proved that we could send a human into space. Uh, We actually have the Gemini as well. And we have, of course, Apollo 17. So uh, we have incredible artifacts that document the progression of space exploration and some other really amazing artifacts. Um, And so you can actually, we have the largest collection of moon rocks from three different missions to the moon on exhibit from Apollo 15, 16, and 17. Um, You also can learn about the space station experiments taking place on station, one of the largest displays of spacesuits, and of course the mission Mars exhibit where we're, interpreting what it will take to send humans to Mars.
1: I want to ask you about, uh, you you used to do a lot of private events, always enjoyed going to them. But before we get to that, we have to go to Sherry Sweeney with uh, the Chambers for some important messages.
0: Hello, Clear Lake Area Chamber of Commerce members and Bay Area Houston. We are super excited. You know, it's almost spring break. So we've come up with a way to let you know how you can have a staycation and love it. We have many attractions around the area and we want to tell you all about it. So check out our videos called Spring Break Survival. We're using our Clear Lake Area Chamber Next Generation, and they've gone to all of our attractions to let you know what you can do while you're here during Spring Break. Enjoy. Now back to Jameson.
1: So do you anticipate being able to offer uh, like galas? Uh, It's a a popular destination for that type of thing. Do you you anticipate being able to offer anything like that in the, the coming future?
0: Absolutely. And in fact, over the past year, we've reorganized our structure to be better able to serve um, hosting third party events at Space Center Houston. We have a new um, daily food service and catering partner with Wolfgang Puck Catering. And in fact, next week um, for spring break, we'll open the new food lab, which is our new eatery area with a brand new um, cafe, which, is, uh, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, and also grab-and-go food section that's going to have both hot and cold foods. So um, we'll have a, a new, entirely new, the renovation's underway right now, so the entire area is being done, redone. And the, the coffee shop has a great name. It's called Grounds Control, <laughs> like coffee grounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they'll have all kinds of gourmet brewed coffees, get an incre- incredible variety of things and, and other great uh, things to eat. Um, but we'll absolutely have the opportunity for third-party events. And, you know, we've got a variety of spaces and our, our team is really top-notch in terms of what they can offer.
1: Yeah, and, and you guys offer a, a unique kind of place for the, the community to, to, to come. I, I know with the Chamber, we do uh, uh, Epicurean evening there and it's always it's always one of the great events and, and it's such a great venue. Uh, you guys are such good community partners. I, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you for it. Uh, is, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about Space Center Houston before we uh, we finish?
0: I think uh, regularly check our website, see what we're doing. One thing we had to innovate around when the pandemic happened, and we were already on this path, is our digital strategy. So we offer a wealth of programs for free through our website. And some of them are fee based as well if you want private content. But we're doing everything from we've offered, we have a new executive leadership program called HPAL or the Human Performance Accelerator Lab. And it's based on the three core NASA principles in creating excellence. And we launched that last year, and it was in person, but now it's digital. It's been very popular and extremely well received. We continue with our Space U program, Space Center University, for middle, high school, and college level students. And that's a five day immersive program, and we have a virtual format for that. And also, we have our very, very popular Thought Leader series, supported by UTMB, and that actually showcases thought leaders in space exploration. And it's about usually an hour and 15 minutes long, but we've hosted programs uh, ranging from, you know, the three lead scientists looking at how, of research happening on space station around growing human organs in space. And a lot of people don't know that the lead research happening on that is here at NASA Johnson Space Center in partnership with University of Texas Medical Branch with a doctor named Dr. John Nichols, who has found a way to tease some of your stem cells, so scrape off some of your skin, and is going to lead toward being able to grow you in microgravity, a new heart, lung or kidney. Wow! And so that's getting close to uh, being a possibility within the next few years. She's had great success with animal models Two, uh, We just did a program uh, that we premiered last week, which looked at um, Artemis, like the return to the moon and how that's going to prepare us for the future. We did a program a couple of months ago as well, that looked at establishing a human colony on Mars. With the lead scientists who are talking about it, and we were discussing, will we evolve as humans if we live on Mars? And yes, that's going to happen. Our bodies will change to adapt to those environments, and what could that look like? So um, it's one of my favorite programs that we offer, and that's free. That's and we archive all of those programs on our website.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's remarkable how how your business has changed and what what you're doing has changed. I I, I congratulate you uh, getting through this. And I want to thank you for, for coming today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. And we look forward to having you down at Space Center Houston. Just know that we are a dynamic science and space exploration learning destination. There's always something new, something dynamic happening.
1: Awesome. Thank you.